You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. Good evening, welcome, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicada and we are here absolutely getting it done for you as we put together everything you'll need to know to be successful in week 10 of the Fantasy Football season. I gotta tell you, it's time to get fired up and we got some news we got to cover, we got some news we got to go over, and we got some news that's going to affect you in week 10 of the fantasy football season, and of course you can join us every Monday through Friday, 1 to 3 a.m. Eastern, if you can't stay up late, just go, go to iTunes and hit subscribe, get it delivered right to your device. Matt Forte officially out week 10 against the Buccaneers. Bilal Powell will be the starter, followed by a rookie Elijah McGuire in the change of pace role. Powell is a running back. 1-2 borderline, great matchup this week. Marquise Lee, questionable for Week 10 against the Chargers. Jeremy Hill is out Week 10 against the Titans. As expected, Joe Mixon should get the start, and he'll get some pass work with Giovanni Bernard in that one. Chris Hogan remains sidelined at Friday's practice, and in fact... And last time we got a report, he was in a sling. So that isn't very conducive to playing this Sunday. Um, I'll tell you right now, I don't think he'll play. Danny Amendola will be a guy that'll play. And they're getting pretty thin at the wide receiver core uh, for the New England Patriots. Philip Dorsett will get some PT. I don't suggest you pick him up and put him up against the no-fly zone. Julio Jones returned to practice Friday. sat out Wednesday and Thursday. A Friday return says, hey. Great, great opportunity for Julio Jones this week. Hopefully, he can get through things. C.J. Anderson returned to practice Friday. He was limited on Wednesday with an ankle. Held up Thursday. He should be ready to go Sunday night against the New England Patriots. You have the Miami Dolphins. Ian Rappaport is saying Dolphins right tackle. Jawan James is expected to be out an extreme period of time and could miss the rest of the season. Journeyman Sam Young is going to replace him, and it has been tough when you lose one of the best linemen and you lost your uh, running back, Jay Ajayi. They had him, Pro Football Focus had him ranked as the number two right tackle. The Lions waived injured offensive tackle Greg Robinson suffered an ankle injury week six, has been out ever since. He'll head to IR and likely be released with an injury settlement at a later date. The former number two overall pick in the Rams has been a colossal bust. Last night, Devon Branch suffered a torn ACL against the Seahawks. 
You also had Richard Sherman that also was out. Nesson's Doug Kyatt expects Danny Amendola to receive the biggest boost in targets for however long Chris Hogan is out. He'll likely man the slot and play heavy snaps in two wide sets along with some Philip Dorsett, but Amendola gets a real tough 10 week against Chris Harris. I'll tell you what, I'm liking the under in this game. But I get Tom Brady in one league, and I'm not liking it, man. I'm not liking it at all. Martellus Bennett has a torn rotator cuff, may try to play through it. The New England Patriots claimed him off waivers. I would not jump on that pickup there. J.D. McCassick last night caught four or five targets for 20 yards in the Seahawks. Week 10 win over the Cardinals. He added five rushes for 26 yards. Jerain Chrysham, of course, got a second touchdown of the season. How about C.J. Procise? Got hurt again. <laughs> Week 10 ankle injury to his left ankle, not the right ankle that had been bothering him. And that's crazy. And, of course, uh, the Seahawks lost a defensive back, Richard Sherman, to a ruptured Achilles tear tendon done for the season. And, man, I liked uh, Tyler Locke in that game last night. And, damn, he didn't do anything. One catch. Are you kidding me? What the hell is wrong out there in Seattle? You're listening to the Fantasy Football Rewind. Back with more after this. Winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network is your free fantasy source 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can catch this show and many others live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn Radio. Want to listen on your computer at work? Go to FNTSY.com slash radio or check us out on YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page where you can ask questions, discuss topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your questions on the air. The number is 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 days a year fantasy sports network of its kind without a subscription. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your fantasy source. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicada, and we are here to get you ready for Weekend 10 of the Fantasy Football season. The Lineup Block Show brought to you by DailyRoto.com, which you can catch with myself and Dane Martinez, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we broke down last night the top wide receivers in DFS, and uh, if you play season long, uh, this will help you, help you out too because we get down to some low-priced guys that I'm sure are going to be uh, guys that are on your bench and you're trying to figure out, what am I going to do, right? What am I going to do with these guys? How do I go about playing them? And we got you covered, my man. We've got you covered. And we're going to tell you what the heck is happening. And where you go to make a little love. Well, fantasy love, that is. 
right? You got to get fantasy love is always the way to go. Fantasy is reality. And reality is fantasy. And I love, I love a little bit of both. I love when we get fired up. I love when we talk a little fantasy. And I love when we talk a little bit of anything you can to bring the sports world together with the real world. Because the real world to us is fantasy sports. That's why we live and breathe the podcast. That's why we die with it. That's why we jump on it. And let's get to some wide receiver talk. You'll listen to Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Which you guys are hardcore. If you guys are spending your time listening to a fantasy basketball and fantasy football show, you've got to be right there ready for these questions. So I'll tell you what. Take it down. Go to Super Bowl. Absolutely. Absolutely. But regardless, remember, the real reason behind this is for you to help the fight against blood cancer with DKMS so you can still be a hero even if you don't get the questions right. You can learn how to save a life. Donate some bone marrow, donate some blood, and really help the fight against blood cancer. When we come back, Dane and Week 10 will be the time, but we preview it now as we look at the wide receiver position for Week 10. As usual, we got poll questions up, and we're going to start talking about it. If you want to uh, check it out, follow us at the Tony Sincata at Spittin' Speeds as well. Tony, the first set of wide receivers we're going to talk about is as follows. Antonio Brown at 9,500. Marvin Jones at 62. Sterling Shepard at 5,500. Real low price for a number one wide receiver against the San Francisco 49ers if you you ask me. And then Julio Jones at 7,000. Tony, let's actually start with Julio Jones. Is uh, is he okay? Well, first off, yeah, yeah, the price is 8,000. I made a mistake oh, on that. But uh, here, is he okay? No. Uh, he's got a high ankle sprain, but every indication is he's going to play. That Dallas secondary is absolutely one of the weakest secondaries in the league. This is going to be a game where I don't think you can risk it in daily fantasy. And if you play season long, I don't think you can risk put him on the bench. So I think it's going to be one of those things you're going to get stuck. Daily fantasy, you can't play this guy. And I think it's season long, you can't afford not to play this guy, and he's going to play. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Tony. And I think that's a good word of caution to the 16% of people who did, in fact, vote for Julio Jones in this poll. I got to ask you something, Tony. In my DFS lineup that we're going to be talking about a little bit tomorrow, you know who I do have because of just what you said? Mohamed Sanu. You talk oh. about this Dallas secondary that can be had. I think Julio's going to be a little bit of a decoy. What about Sanu? New getting eight nine targets against the secondary. I like the price at fifty one hundred yeah. bucks. I think it's actually a good play. Um, you know, it's interesting because you can look at the price there. This offense has just been dysfunctional. It's they true. got a home game, a game they have to win. Um, so yeah, I think Mohamed Sanu is a play there. It's interesting for you guys that are playing tonight. I don't love anyone in that game tonight. If I'm going to play one player in tonight's game, it would be Tyler Lockett. Fair enough. Yeah, I also like Lockett. Doug Baldwin getting the Patrick Peterson effect. Paul Richardson banged up with the groin. Thomas Rawls like, okay, but I still think Russell Wilson will be the team's leading rusher. All signs left. Point two, like you said, Tyler Lockett. I agree, but I'm telling you, Tony, I'm going to have it's a new day in my lineup. Talk about a bargain. What about Sterling Shepard at 50? 
5,500. Oh. He is the number one wide receiver for this team that I think, to be quite honest, Tony, I think it's a great thing for the Giants to get away from home this week with all the nonsense going around, around McAdoo, Eli, how this team is unraveling. Let them get out on the road, and what a better, you know, you can't have a better matchup, you know, to face defensively. I really like Sterling Shepard as a value at 5,500, huh? Here's the thing, people, where you can't get caught up in the numbers. If you read the numbers, it says that San Francisco is only the 16th team against wide receivers in the league, which isn't bad, right? Mm -hmm. But let's put that into perspective. They stink. Yeah. They're getting blown out of every game. So nobody's throwing right. And teams them, are trying right? to park the bus they, and grind yeah. it out with them in the second half, yeah, so there's no attempts. Out. So the Giants aren't going to blow them away. So Sterling Shepard is going to get 12, 13 mm -hmm. targets. He got nine targets last week. He'll go up this week. That was his first game back. He had 70 yards receiving. He is certainly play. He's a top five play in DFS football this week at wide receiver. He's a guy you can squeeze in, get double-digit targets at 5,500, and absolutely should be out in your lineup. I completely agree. I like that value for Sterling Shepard. Hey, Tony, however, leading this poll right now with 44% of the action is A.B. Antonio Brown at 9,500. We also, I, earlier this week, and I told you that Big Ben is, in fact, my DFS quarterback this week. You got, I mean, no Vontae Davis, no Malik Hooker. This team has weapons aplenty to attack that. I don't know if I'm laying the 10.5 or 11 points on the road, but that's another story. But Antonio Brown has got to be a value. Here's the way I want to ask you, Tony, because I know you also said you loved Le'Veon Bell as well when we talked about running backs last week. I mean, yesterday. So here's my question. If you had one lineup, you know, let's say you were over at www.fantasyfactor.com with the single entry tournaments, right, which we love because it gives you a chance to win, especially if you're dipping your toe in the DFS water. If I said you can only go one way, going the Big Ben and Antonio Brown stack or going Le'Veon Bell as your Steeler of choice, how would you play this Steelers-Colts matchup? I'll tell you how I played it, and I have a lineup in for tonight, and I, I don't actually use anyone in tonight's game, but mm -hmm. I do have... Levy and Bell in my lineup uh, for that. And I do have Antonio Brown. I don't have Ben Roethlisberger. Oh. Uh, I, I got the two guys there with Pittsburgh. I think they're by far the best running back and the best wide receiver in the matchup. And it seems weird not to put the quarterback in there. But it gets to a salary price there. And uh, I'm hoping that Le'Veon Bell can run some in there. But at 9,800 and 9,500, I think there's enough bargains for people out there to go ahead and attack this week to get them both out there. Like I can use Alfred Morris and Bilal Paul, 5,500 and 4,000. Um, respectively. Uh, Matt Forte missed two days of practice. I don't think he's going to play his knee swollen right. up. Uh, so I think Bilal Paul has a big day against that Tampa alleged defense. I still get Sterling Shepard in there at 5,500, and I'm going with the other Jets wide receiver, not Robbie Anderson, because mm. Robbie Anderson's going to go against Brett Grimes mm -hmm. in that match. Brett Grimes is by far their best cornerback. I'm going to go Jermaine Curse in the other matchup at 4,200 bucks. Then I'm going to go and use the San Francisco 49er tight end, Garrett Selleck, 2500 bucks this week. He's going to get an opportunity to go against a team that's the worst defense in the league against tight ends. And then I'm using the Jets' defense against San Francisco. All right, fair enough. Thanks for sharing your lineup right there, Tony. I'm telling you, in this, you know, you talk about Sterling Shepard. I'm going the other way in this game. I'm going to use Evan Ingram as my tight end, okay? I yeah. think, listen, he is a top five tight end going against this San Francisco team. 
team. And like you said, I don't think the Giants are equipped really to blow anybody out, right? I do think they'll win the game, but I do think it'll be competitive. They will still need to, you know, use their weapons in the fourth quarter. Let me ask you about our other poll, uh, Tony. You got Mike Thomas at 77,000, Manny Sanders coming back at 5,100, Marquise Lee at 4,100, and A.J. Green at 7,700. I want to start with Mike Thomas. Tony, a lot of people are hitting me up on Twitter wondering, like, is Mike Thomas still startable? What do I do with Mike Thomas? I'm going to tell you something. I don't think this is the week for Mike Thomas. I've been big on the Saints, and I've talked about the Saints in the Dome for the last couple of weeks. Well, they have the opposite of being in the Dome this week. Up in the Northeast, in Buffalo, against the third-ranked defense in the NFL. And uh, I know you're a good weatherman, Tony. It seems like it's going to be wintry, maybe a little wintry misc, <laughs> it missed, uh, mix in Orchard Park on Sunday. I think it sets up for uh, this not to be the breeze passing game. I would be off Mike Thomas this week. Yeah, here's the good with uh, Mike Thomas. Mike Thomas continues to get targeted at huge numbers, 11, 8, and 11 in his last three games. Uh, go back that, 11, 10. So he's got five games at 10 targets or more. And yet we don't have 100 yards receiving. I don't think it's this week either. You mentioned the weather conditions. The Alvin Kamara has gotten more and more involved in the offense. Mark Ingram still involved in the offense. I think they go through the running backs and they throw the ball short. That'll get Mike Thomas five, six, seven, eight catches for 60 yards. And Mm -hmm. if you don't get in the end zone, you don't get a big day. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, we agree. Mike Thomas might have, like, you know, an okay day, but not necessarily one you want to invest in. Tony, the other two guys in this poll that we haven't touched on just yet, uh, I'm confused as to why they're here, if you want to know the truth. Tell me about why you like Manuel Sanders with Brock Osweiler throwing to him, and tell me why you like Marquise Lee when we believe this could be the return of D.D. Westbrook, and uh, but it's also the return of... Welcome, welcome back to Fantasy Football Rewire. We take a little break and we come back. We'll get to the answers on Emmanuel Sanders and Marquise Lee. Don't go anywhere. You listen to Fantasy Sports Radio Network. This is the Fantasy Football Rewind. Winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network is your free fantasy source 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can catch this show and many others live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn Radio. Want to listen on your computer at work? Go to FNTSY.com slash radio or check us out on YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page where you can ask questions, discuss topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your questions on the air. The number is 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 days a year fantasy sports network of its kind without a subscription. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your fantasy source.
Welcome back. Fantasy Football Rewind. My name's Tony Cicada. We're talking wide receivers. This was last night's DFS lineup lock show brought to you by DailyRoto.com. Here's what we got. Yeah, baby. Goodness take gracious. Share of a three-headed wide receiver monster in Jacksonville when they want Blake Bortles to throw the ball like 12 times a game. Well, first of all, I got to help you out. Tell me. That's can what I'm, I ask. Please. Can I ask you a question? You can. In the history of the National Football League, how many catches does D.D. Westbrook have? Uh, less than two. Zero, yeah. That would be zero. <laughs> Marquise Lee is their number one wide receiver. D.D. Westbrook was healthy last week, and they chose not to dress him. Uh, I think he's not even going to be in the game plan. People, This is one of those things where people are going to look. He will run a couple deep patents while he gets in the game, but he will be probably very minimal in that game. But, Tony, that doesn't change and the Mar- fact that Leonard Fournette will be a part of that game plan. But Marquise Lee is still the only guy that they target in the passing game. I mean, you look at the numbers he's putting up, and at that price, if he gets into the end zone, he ends up being a play. All right, fair enough. The last guy we want to talk about is A.J. Green coming off of his uh, UFC fight himself with Jalen Ramsey yeah. last Sunday. Are you pretty much expecting like A.J. to kind of like come back and be in like FU mode in essence? Yeah, I'll tell you what. The only mistake – I'll tell you what. The only thing is if I drop Levy and Bell out of my lineup, right, and, and put A.J. Green in there and go with a more balanced approach, that is one of the things I think about because I like having uh, A.J. Green in my lineup this week. They were so bad last week, and that game got so got away from them. How many times do we see great receivers come back with a, a vengeance? And this is what we're going to see from A.J. Green. I think we get back for a big game here. Yeah, I believe that could be the case as well. Uh, Tony, there is one last guy I do believe that we have not talked about at the wide receiver position, and it is Marvin Jones. Now, Marvin Jones um, has really stepped up recently, you know, at 6,200, got an interesting matchup against the Cleveland Browns. This uh, Detroit Lions and Jim Bob Cooter, they're going all over the place. Tell me why you believe Marvin Jones will be the target as opposed to one of the other four or five options that Stafford has. Golden Tate is always going to be the guy that we always look to, right? But Marvin Jones has got up there right with him and getting the same numbers. You look at it, 14 targets, 11 targets, 11 targets. And when they get to the end zone, Marvin Jones is the guy. So uh, when you look at that, I'm saying, man, we enough is enough. We're going to stop ignoring this guy. Yeah, that could be the case. But I, I they seem like one of those fantasy herd offenses to me. I like the Shepherd, which is Matt Stafford in this case. But I can't pick which one it is. But more power to you if you can. When we come back, Tony, you're going to give us your NBA lineup for the night. And we're going to talk about how we play in uh, tomorrow with the people's lineup. Tune in for that when we come back. Lineup Lock Live. You got what I need. There was Lineup Block Show brought to you by DailyRoto.com. Check us out 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern every Monday through Friday. Uh, if you want to go download today's show, it has the whole weekend it's games, only football tonight. Most nights, it's a mixture of fantasy football and fantasy basketball. As uh, you know, I go both ways, I do it all. And when I say I go both ways, that's in the fantasy term. Not any sexual innuendo, because that's not what we do here. Without Julio Jones, is Mohamed Sanu a wide receiver number one? Here are the guys from the Roto Experts in the morning, but Mohamed Sanu and Julio Jones will play this week. I'm Greg Sussman, you're, you're watching the Roto Experts presented by DX Racer. Vroom. <laughs> <laughs>
Racer. It's a racer noise. It was a Scott noise with that one. That was a Scott. And a very not Sussman uptight reaction. But these are great chairs, especially to play video games. Like I love to sit down for a Madden. Very, that's very astute of you. Thank you. Um, but uh, I think you know, I'd love to sit down for a good Madden session with one of these. Bring yeah. it to the loading dock. I don't yeah. want to tell you. No, I'll, pay, <laughs> I'll pay for Freight it. elevator. You'll pay. Oh. For it. The holiday <laughs> season's coming, Scotty. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. now we know two things got to pay for. And <laughs> <laughs> what, what if it happened in the, the chair, too? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm sure Sean would appreciate one of these chairs. Yeah. You know? yeah. When I told when I told my son, Sean Angle, uh, NASCAR ride on Daily Roto. You didn't say Sean. My son's Sean. So my son's Sean. NASCAR ride on DailyRoto.com. There you go. Uh, when I told me at these two, he's like, wow. He's like, uh, you know, I've sat in some of those chairs. Like, I would love to have that. You know, Why don't you be so a good Christmas, pre- Christmas and Hanukkah present. There you go. It's probably cheaper than the other thing he wants. It's like a new PlayStation or whatever. Oh, yeah. The, the Nintendo Switch. It's actually this, like about the same price. Oh. Nintendo Switch is regionally priced. So get them both. Okay, all right. There you go. Yeah, you win a tournament, give me the money, I'll get both. No, I don't, I don't yeah. even plan. Just save some money for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of money for lunch. Wow, you act like you've this won something This weather lady in Dallas has been in the news lately? No, we're talking oh about the Falcons God, now. Oh, she's amazing. Speaking of Dallas, okay. they played the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta hey. here this weekend. The fantasy executive will be oh. there. Let's wait for this. Oh. <laughs> the fantasy executive will Sorry. be there in the house. I got a couple more hours to go. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, will Julio Jones be in the house for this one? Did not practice either Wednesday or Thursday. Well, you know the situation with Julio Jones. You know how it goes. Julio Jones will figure out a way to get himself into the lineup, but I do expect... Julio Jones to play limited snaps this week. Everybody out there that's a Muhammad's a new owner, you more than likely been starting him. You know what I'm saying? Each and every week, you make sure you have him in your lineup this week. Yeah, uh, you know that Dallas secondary can certainly be attacked. Uh, the front seven's better than than the secondary. Uh, they have allowed an NFC high uh, ten touchdown passes. So not only is Sanu a very good play, but I went out, especially in two leagues where I have Julio Jones, and I picked up Taylor Gabriel because. Gabriel can play a bigger role in that passing game and can certainly catch a deep ball against that secondary. If you need receiver help this week and you're really scratching around, Taylor Gabriel is unowned in a lot of leagues. Now, ultimately, Julio Jones, as I said, did not practice both Wednesday and Thursday. I know Corey expects him to find a way to play on Sunday, but I think he's going to have to practice today in, in order to make us feel good about that. He'll get an unlimited Friday Julio Jones if, practice. If I get that, I feel great. If I, feel, get that, I, I wouldn't feel great because he's going to play limited snaps. His snaps are not, he's not going to get a full count limited snaps this week. All right, so if that's what you believe, and using the, the statistic that Scott just gave us yeah. about how many touchdowns the Dallas secondary has let up, is Muhammad Sanu a wide receiver one? I wouldn't put him as a one, but I'd put him as a solid number two. I'm I'm not going to put him in that one range. I still think it's it's amazing Julio, like like Corey said, he's going to get out there today, do a couple of things. I expect him to play. And shout out to Des Bryant, that guy refuses to miss a game. I mean, I, I know for sure he wasn't going to play this week, but it sounds like he's going to play as well. So yeah. hopefully it's a shootout. That's what I'm hoping for. I don't think he's a wide receiver one because wide receiver one, I'm looking for real yardage upside okay. as well as the touchdowns. I don't think it's there. But Julio doesn't with, play. Sanu. No, I, I, what I'm saying is I like him, but I, I'm not. I, you know, I don't think he's a big play guy in terms of yardage necessarily. I don't. I don't think that's his skill set. A good possession receiver, red zone target. I'm not saying I don't like him, 
But to put him in the wide receiver one comp, conversation. Where you have him ranked this week? Where I have him ranked this week? Right now, I'm, I'm going to start moving him up, but I have him about 20 right now. My lineup ranks on Roto yeah, That's com. solid right there. That's yeah, that's solid. 20. But that's, but that's wide well. receiver two. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I like him a lot as a wide receiver, too. Now, Gabriel's a consideration, but also, you know, there's some leagues out there where you got to go super duper duper deep, and again, you can attack the secondary. Wouldn't shock me if Justin Hardy had a decent game either. Oh, Justin Hardy barely don't play those yeah, guys. It'd be tough to, uh, to yeah, play but, Justin Hardy. You know, when, when Jones was out last time, you know, they threw a touchdown pass to a guy we never heard of and just came off the practice. Mohamed Sanu and uh, the all-in kid has Mohamed Sanu as wide receiver 18 this week. So there you go. And, Everybody's, and I've, seen, I've, out, seen, I've seen him as high as 15. This is what I'm saying. If Julio rules out, is ruled out, so Jake has him at 18, uh, one of the most accurate rankers in the world. You've seen him as high as 15 for others. If Julio Jones all of a sudden is ruled out, He's going to be on that precipice of being a wide receiver one. I can definitely see him being a wide receiver one if Julio Jones is ruled out. Who would you rather start this week if Julio Jones plays and you had the option between uh, Mohamed Sanu and Robbie Anderson? Take the link. I'm, I'm going to go Robbie. I'm going to go Robbie Anderson. Yeah, too. like I said, I don't see the yardage upside with Sanu, although I think. We'll come back. We'll get the answer there. I'll tell you what. Robbie Anderson, everybody. Uh, Grimes is going to play against him. He's not a bad cornerback. He's like the only defensive back that's any good there. I think there's a lot of huge expectations for Anderson, but I think there's... Um, I like Jermaine Curse in this one, actually. I like Jermaine Curse a little better there. We'll take a quick break right here on the Fantasy Football Rewind. Back with more after this. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicado. We are fired up, ready, and raring to go. So are you. You love it. Talking wide receivers this morning. Well, is it the it, not on the West Coast? <laughs> the West Coast, you're still okay. So here are the guys talking about Mohamed Sanu. 
Julio Jones and the whole Atlanta situation. Targets, but I mean, but uh, Anderson against the Tampa Bay defense with that yardage upside, I got to go Anderson. Yeah, I, slammed, I agree. Anderson's a slam dunk for me this week. Tampa Bay secondary from pure trash. Even though they got Brent Grimes back, but still Miko, shout out to Miko Grimes. <laughs> honestly, I think I'm going to go the other way. Uh, if, if Julio Jones does play this week, you're saying? Yeah. I think it's a good Robinson here, man. Okay. Like, as, as bad as this Tampa Bay secondary is, the Dallas secondary is just as bad. Like, no, Dallas, Dallas lets the points not good. As, as, as well. I think we're going to go to, I'm we're gonna go to Sanu. If he's limited as you expect him to be, what, even if he does play, they're going to look to Sanu, uh, Sanu a lot. And Devontae Freeman's banged up, even though he practiced on Thursday. Devontae Freeman don't leave the game. <laughs> you know how that is. Well, it's not that he doesn't leave the game. He sits on the bench because the head of Tevin Coleman doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, that's true, So, too. ultimately, my answer would be Sanu, personally. Nah, yeah, well, both these secondaries can be attacked. Yep. But. But I think the Jets. Uh, with I, th- I just think it's a better passing game. I I think I think I expect more from McCown offensively than I do Ryan. Let me. Uh, this is crazy. Yeah. Hey Scott, talking about crazy. the DX racer chairs. Uh, 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 Brian Ambo's son Lou is still waiting on a Madden matchup. I, I I don't I don't play against people's kids. Oh okay. Yeah. There's not, there's nothing to be gained. Nothing to be gained there. I'll, I'll play for fun, but, you know, I'm not going to trash yeah, talk with somebody's son. No, 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 I, I don't think, I'm not saying yeah. for you to trash talk, I'm saying yeah. set it up, you know what I mean? I'm not yeah. saying to trash talk. If you want to play, play any time. Yeah, you know, yeah. Are, you, are you scared to lose? What? No, it's, it's like if he's, he's better probably, than me, he's better than me. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not like one of these Uber Madden gamers, I just play it for fun. Cool. With Atlanta, I wasn't th- calling you out. Scott. We talked about Mohamed Sanu and Julio Jones, or they okay. play or whatnot. I wanted to talk about the running game with the running backs for a moment. You mentioned Devontae Freeman doesn't come out; he's going to play. He'll be out there, but he's been very disappointing. We talked about it yesterday um, when we were talking uh, about you know doing our November rain segment, and ultimately, is that Devontae Freeman outside your top twelve disappointing and? Does it turn around this week, Matt? Like, does Devontae Freeman find the end zone? Does he get more carries um, than he's been getting? If you look at some of these stats, like, he's not getting the ball inside of 10 nearly as much as he used to. He's not getting the percentage of snaps we're used to. He's not getting the amount of carries that we're used to. Does this turn around on Sunday? I, I would hope so. If he's on that field, inside the green zone, you got to give it to Freeman. I mean, Tevin Coleman has been saving his weeks. He's, got, he's popping off a big run or a touchdown here or there. But hopefully, I think Atlanta, as I've been saying all week, this is a must-win for them. I think you got to go back to which, what's been, you know, that's where he lives, Devonta Freeman. Inside the five, you got to give him the ball. Here's the nugget that we gave on our uh, 40 Fantasy Nugget show on YouTube yesterday. Check it out. Um, Devonta Freeman has one carry inside the 10-yard line in the last four games. One carry. Yeah, that's terrible. That's the joke. Just, that's just a bad job. It's an absolute joke. And here's the other one. Devontae Freeman averages 14 carries per game. That's 16th in the NFL. Yeah, they'll, they'll give the ball to Coleman, you know, inside the red zone. They don't have to overwork Freeman because he's really banged up because they have the luxury of being able to use Coleman. I have Devontae Freeman not ranked as an RB1 on rotoexperts.com this week. Oh, and by the way, I have Robbie Anderson as my number seven wide receiver this week. Wow. Number seven. Yeah, number yep. Seven. He's yep. inside the top ten. Yep. Wow. He has a yep. tremendous matchup this week, and he is clearly the number one target. But number seven is very high. But listen, hey, it could very well work out. As far as Devontae he's Freeman. He's in a groove right now. As far, yeah, he really is. Yeah. As far as he's scored a touchdown each of the last three weeks. As far as Devontae Freeman goes, um, he's going to get his – they they gotta give they gotta give him his work, but you can't trust Sarkeesian. They can get off their game plan very easy. But with with Sean Lee out there, it's a much different it's a much different defense to run against. Ask Kareem Hunt. 
Oh, Green Hunt's okay. Big fan of Green Hunt these days. Yeah, no, but I, I think that was that was terrible. That night. Let me ask you. Let me ask you guys this. Respectable run defense. I can see that. Let me ask you guys this: When it comes to Devontae Freeman, next year, twenty eighteen, right back in the first round. That was the question. Right back in the first round. And he's, he's banged up right now. He's banged up. Steve Sarkeesian is banged up right now. I think he's got. <laughs> yeah. Two weeks. I think so. yeah, but I don't you know, know what? If he's an automatic first round the next year. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't have talent. I just don't. Like, I like him like, on the turn. Yeah, the turn. Yeah. You'll all take him ahead of Jordan Howard, who's been much better than him in 2017. Much better. It should be a better offense. I mean, this offense should be running much better than it is. And it's, but it's not. It's not. And there's in like year two. Uh, Matt Ryan in year two of the offense. Here's the problem. I don't know if there will be a year two of the offense. Yeah, no. If they don't make the playoffs, I don't know if there is a year two. Thanks so much for watching. We'll be back a little bit later on at the Frenzy, the Goon Hour, coming up in a little bit. So make sure you watch that. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We do want to talk a little bit more about Ezekiel Elliott because Scott and I uh, have a, a little disagreement on how we're handling the Zeke situation. So stick around. More Random Experts coming your way next. Welcome back. Fantasy Football Rewind. The guys talking a little bit of how they're going about life and putting it together and going after it. I'll tell you right now, I'm fired up. Some games this weekend, getting to week 10 of the fantasy football season. Good debate this hour about the wide receivers and how we went about it. Love it. Love every moment of it. Guys, if you need a little break from fantasy, check out Stand Up Fantasy. New show coming out. Just my random thoughts. What goes in and out of my head during the day. Here's my guy, Gabe Morency, Crazy Town. Season has been a very strange one. And I tell you what, it could be a very long one uh, for maybe half a dozen teams, if not more. Now, we all know the reason why uh, we hold our fantasy football playoffs not in the last couple of weeks of the season is because the last couple of weeks of the season in the National Football League are freaking chaos all the time. All right? Listen, I'm a big uh, degenerate gambler. And, you know, I was up, uh, you know, I've been up at, uh, until about 4.30 a.m. every night this week uh, betting on Laos and uh, Vietnam Asia under-19 soccer uh, uh, tournament. So, you know, I bet on everything. Even I don't like to bet on uh, week 17 of the NFL. That's not true. I do. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I tread cautiously. Uh, but I'm telling you what, man, here we are right now going into week 10. It's already turned upside down. We're already at that time of the year right now where teams just don't care. It's amazing. Yeah, and we're already at that time in the NBA, unfortunately, as well. But that's, that's, that's another story. All right, so look, a couple of weeks ago, the Green Bay Packers were thinking about going to a Super Bowl. Why not? Packers were smoking, man. They were looking great. Right now, the Packers are looking to save a couple of bucks. They know they're not going to the playoffs. Reality is settled in. You know what? You don't want to sign Colin Kaepernick? Then suck. It's amazing to me out of spite, all these teams will, will blackball Colin Kaepernick and don't, you know, right now, don't give me this crap about, oh, Colin Kaepernick's no good. He's better than a piece of the crap they're rolling out on a weekly basis in the NFL right now, man. But, hey, you guys want to take your season? Go ahead. Go ahead. I like that Mike McCarthy says, we have three years invested in Brett Hundley. I don't need Colin Kaepernick. Well, what the hell are you been teaching? What, you guys been playing Monopoly for the last three years? You guys playing Risk? What the hell are you guys doing? You know, three years, great, great job. Great job uh, by McCarthy. So, uh, Green Bay Packers have uh, tapped out. Indianapolis Colts are a train wreck. We know they're a train wreck. Uh, you know, Jacoby Brissett's actually balling. Uh, but um, uh, now Jim Irsay is saying that Andrew Luck's not really hurt. It's in his head. Yeah, it's in his head. You know what's uh, in your head? 
you know, a lot of dead brain cells are saying because of all the pills that you popped over the years. That's what's in your head. Um, so, oh yeah, so they decided to cut their best player, Vontae Davis. Yeah, they don't, we don't need, you know what? Why would we need our best cornerback? Why, you know, why would we need our best cornerback? Let's, let's get rid of them. You know, it's, it's amazing to me. You go down the list of the Colts are a train wreck. Oh, how about the New York Giants situation right now? You know, the New York Giants situation is going great. Players are openly mocking uh, McAdoo. McAdoo's a dead man walking. Everybody knows it. The Giants are a freaking train wreck. And uh, McAdoo says, oh, we've got one more run left in us. The only run that you have left in you, McAdoo, is, uh, you know, when you go for a jog in a couple of weeks uh, when you're fired, <laughs> right? Uh, that, that's the run that McAdoo has left uh, in him. He's in way over his head. Bill O'Brien's a crap-ass coach. Wheels have fallen off uh, in Houston. And we're only in a week 10. Let me repeat. This is week 10. We're not even into December yet. By the time it's December, man, there's going to be no one left. NFL players say for who and for what. NFL players are already uh, starting to tap out and quit uh, right now. See, the wheels are about to fall off with Houston. There are no wheels with Cleveland. There's no wheels. There's no hubcaps. There's just a freaking frame, man. It's just a frame. It's like one of those old movies from the 70s when you leave your car, like, in the Bronx. You come back, and it's just on a bunch of cinder blocks, and there's nothing left. You know, that's, uh, that, that, that's the deal uh, that goes on with the Cleveland Browns right now. And it is function is actually getting fun. It's actually like popcorn mode right now, actually. <laughs> because now, Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones has never had a problem with Goodell over the years because Jerry J- Jones uh, never got uh, messed with by Roger Goodell uh, very much. So Jerry Jones is all pissed off right now, even though Jones said to Jernan Deflategate that he was doing a great job. Now Kraft says Joe, uh, uh, Goodell's doing a great job. Trying to keep up with all this. Bottom line is you got all these like really rich guys and they like Roger Goodell until Roger Goodell does something to them. So now Jerry Jones is threatening to sue the NFL and including he's going to sue like six NFL owners as well, including Robert Kraft. And speaking of lawsuits, we got Colin Kaepernick suing the National Football League. And you know what? At first, I was thinking, I don't know what the hell you're doing, Kaepernick. You don't, you know, you already have money. You, I don't even think you want to play in the NFL, to be honest with you. But I see the bigger picture right now. Colin Kaepernick is going after the National Football League. And don't look now, man. Uh, the NFL's got some serious-ass problems. Roger Goodell's cell phone and emails um, have been subpoenaed, guys. Every NFL owner, every NFL GM, you're telling me that not one of these guys said something offensive about Colin Kaepernick? You're telling me that not one of these guys said, over my dead body, Colin Kaepernick plays in this league? You're telling me that through all the emails, these guys are dumb jocks, man, all right? Even criminals who are smart make mistakes and, and slip up by saying things they shouldn't. These guys, you know, we're talking about a bunch of fat old, like, billionaires. You know, you don't think that they're, they, they don't think they're getting subpoenaed. They don't think that everything that they say in an email is ever going to matter. They're not running for president. I I guarantee you, man, there's going to be a ton of incriminating stuff. Uh, And and Colin Kaepernick might not ever play in the National Football League again, but Colin Kaepernick's probably going to bring the NFL down, (laughs) all right? Colin Kaepernick's probably going to hit him for like 300 freaking million dollars. And I'm telling you what, man, I don't think Roger Goodell is going to be the commissioner when this collective bargaining agreement thing is done. I know they're talking about extensions and stuff, but... You know what? What what has Roger Goodell done good? What like the league's a freaking mess. The product sucks. Television networks want out. They don't want to pay the money for the product. Uh, you know, crap ass pizza companies are unhappy. Who's happy? 
The only people that are happy right now are Philadelphia Eagle fans. <laughs> and that, that's the only cool thing going on right now in the NFL, to be honest with you, is you got all these fresh faces, Rams, Eagles, Jags, and hopefully my Buffalo Bills. I'll tell you what, 2017 will not be remembered as an NFL classic, but in fact, it might be remembered as uh, the year that Mark Cuban was right. It's the beginning of the end. Game Time Decisions on a Fantasy Sports Network continues. Great stuff from Gabe Morrency. Absolutely getting it done. We'll take a quick break, come back, get you ready for hour number two right here on Fantasy Football Rewind. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sincata. I love that ending of song. Like, it gets me excited every time. Makes me think. Going, like, hip-hopping. Getting a little crazy. Getting a little wild. I like wild, man. I love it when we get a little funky. You like a little funkiness? You like getting crazy? Denver Broncos wide receiver Demaris Thomas removed from the injury report today. Emmanuel Sanders, though, uh, questionable versus the Patriots. The Patriots defense, we all know, they've been a sieve this season. Somebody's got to get a shot at going off. Somebody. I'm leaning towards Demaris Thomas. He was also a little banged up at the beginning of the week, but he seems to get past it. Then you have Delaney Walker listed as questionable. Delaney Walker, but he'll get to play. He just hasn't practiced all week. They're uh, letting him just get out there and play it out and make sure he goes at it hard. You listen to Fantasy Football Rewind, hour number one. Of course, hour number two up next. So don't go anywhere. Stay tuned for more from the Fantasy Football Rewind. Rewind. 